0: Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome back to another episode of the politically incorrect news. Now, today I'm going to try not to make it a long one. But today is September 11th of 2021. Twenty years after the attacks of 9-11. A lot of people that were alive during the time of 9-11 you probably remember it pretty well. You probably remember where you were and if you're any close to my age you're probably in school maybe watched it on the TVs at school in complete horror as our once untouchable thought invincible country attacked now regardless of what you believe happened that day. The fact still remains over 3,000 people were killed. If you believe that it was a terrorist attack that came from people over the Middle East just to attack the United States and its infrastructure and its economy that's your belief I on the other hand don't believe so much so that it was just terrorists I believe that 9-11 was an inside job I believe that there was more people that knew what was going to happen and did nothing and some people that planned it that were in the highest positions in our government. And to be honest figured this out in 2018 because after watching that for 18 years and seeing it for 18 years and rationalizing it for 18 years that our president didn't react the way that we think he should because my rationalization was he didn't want to scare the kids but after looking at things that I looked at I figured out that that wasn't the case at all I think he knew it was planned And before you go calling me a crazy conspiracy theorist, let me just give you some examples of why I believe this. And if you look into it, you'll start seeing the missing pieces of the puzzle. And you'll start questioning as well. So as you believe, or as as you remember not as you believe but as you remember those attacks came at about 8 or 9 in the morning i don't remember exactly when when it happened those attacks happened early in the morning first plane hit the first tower i don't remember exactly how long it was that whole day is nothing but a blur But then the second plane hit the second tower. Then the Pentagon was hit. Then the plane that was supposedly supposed to hit the lighthouse was taken down and crashed in a field in Pennsylvania. As you remember. The attacks on the Twin Towers caused the Twin Towers to be heavily damaged and also be on fire. Now the way I used to rationalize it, because a lot of the conspiracy theorists that I just thought were crazy, always said that jet fuel doesn't burn hot enough to melt steel. And yes, I did agree with that. And I still do. I still agree with that. But the way I made sense of it is we're all forgetting that yes, jet fuel does not burn hot enough or long enough to melt steel. But what does, on the other hand, burned long enough and hot enough is wood, paper and carpets and any other uh, burnable material that may or may not be in that tower. Now, everybody's going to say the same thing that was the argument against me Yes, but they still don't burn that hot. True. But do you remember how tall the towers were? Really tall, right? Do you ever think about the airspeed of air at that altitude? Where there's nothing around it to slow it down. It's just constantly blowing at a constant speed. Or gusts that increase it for a little bit. Have you ever watched somebody work as a blacksmith? What are their tools? They use a furnace. Wood and steel. Now, depending on what they're doing to the steel, if they're making a sword or whatever, they have a regular furnace that just heats up the metal and they use a hammer to hammer it into shapes. But how did they get that sword to the basic shape of the sword? They had to have a blast furnace. And a blast furnace is similar to the regular furnace. It still burns wood, but it's constantly being fed air, which constantly increases the fire's temperature. Because when you're feeding oxygen to a fire, it's giving it more air to breathe, and thus making the temperature hotter. And that's how I rationalized what happened in the Twin Towers. Air constantly being fed into the tower from wind that was blowing and causing a blast furnace effect where the wood, the paper, and everything else that was flammable in there constantly rose in temperature until it was hot enough to start making the steel soft and start buckling. That was my rationality. But after 18 years of rationalizing it that way, i finally seen a piece of the puzzle that made no sense. And if you remember 20 years ago, they showed this for only a minute, not even a minute. They showed it for a short time on, on TV live And then they went back to the towers. But do you remember building 7? Building 7 was blocks away from the towers. Blocks away. wasn't even a very tall building. As a matter of fact, some of the buildings around it were taller. But somehow... Building 7 had been caught on fire. With no visible outward damage from something hitting it from the tower. And no visible debris in that area that would Suggest that it was from the crash into one of the towers. That was my first indication that something really isn't right here. My second indication that something wasn't right was the Pentagon. Now, I'm not one to be stubborn enough to believe. The whole CCT camera thing. The cameras at that time, the CCT cam uh, cameras at that at that time, weren't good enough to like we have now. Like for instance, with ring cameras that you can own on uh, for personal use, that record everything in real time. There's no lag. There's no jumpiness to the video. It's recorded like it's recorded from a camcorder. but the CCTV of that time wasn't really recording like that. It was kind of jumpy, kind of you know frame by frame kind of thing. And you never seen the airliner that supposedly hit the Pentagon. Now, like I said, I'm not one to believe that that's whole oh, that's the smoking gun. No, what I would call the smoking gun is, and a lot of people have argued with me on this, but the smoking gun for me is an airliner hitting the Pentagon only left approximately about a 10 foot hole. And not to mention the fact that there wasn't like hardly anything left of the plane. Matter of fact, I don't remember any part of the plane being left behind. And anybody that knows anything about airplane crashes, no matter how hard of an impact, and I mean with fighter jets, when fighter jets crash into the ground at high speed, there's still parts left of it. Not completely identifiable parts, but you know what it's part of. And these parts are tail section of the aircraft. That's usually, parts of that are usually always left. Landing gear. Because landing gear is made to take punishment over and over and over on a consistent, constant basis. So there's always part of that that's uh, not going to be intact, but it's going to be identifiable as landing gear. And last but not least, engines. Because engines are also made to not be destroyed so easily. And because there's so many parts in such a confined space, It takes a lot to absolutely just disintegrate an engine. And I don't know about you, but I don't remember them pulling engine parts or landing gear parts or tail sections out of the Pentagon. Which brings me to the third thing that told me something was wrong. And that was the field in Pennsylvania. And if you remember the pictures from the field in Pennsylvania, there was literally nothing there. It was just a large blackened area with maybe a few metal pieces here and there. And we were supposed to believe that those few metal pieces that were here and there were parts of the airplane and it basically disintegrated on impact. So much so that there wasn't many parts left. But what did I say? Tail section. Landing gear. Engine parts. None of that was on there. And that's what made me start thinking, so if these three pieces of the puzzle don't fit the puzzle, then what really happened? The only logical explanation that I can come up with, and that actually fits very well into the narrative, is the World Trade Center in and of itself Is called the World Trade Center for a reason. Any kind of trade in the world, the information of that trade, all the evidence of it, all the receipts, who had what, who gave what, to who, how much of it, it was all kept there at the World Trade Center. Even some of our high up people that are in the government that did trade with other countries they had information there at the Trade Center of the trade. That's part of the World Trade Center's job was to keep account of things that happened throughout the world. That's why it's called the World Trade Center. If a politician or several politicians were trading with a uh, a country that they shouldn't be trading things that they shouldn't for things that they really shouldn't be involved in and that information was there at the World Trade Center how else would you get rid of it without really raising a question or raising suspicion on you You see how that plays out real, real easily to blame it on some terrorists flying a plane into a building? You see, my question become, or became, less, why would the terrorists attack the World Trade Center and the Pentagon and the White House, when obviously... They're not going to be coming in and invading because nobody will. And it shifted to who's hiding what and why. But like I said, that's just kind of doesn't matter anymore, kind of, but it does. The bottom line is over 3,000 people were killed in this. So whether it was terrorists that did it or it was our government that did it, doesn't matter. Over 3,000 innocent lives were killed. And thousands more when we went to war with the terrorists in Afghanistan. And a lot of those men signed up after 9-11 because of 9-11 and they went over there and they fought and a lot of them never came home and I'm not just talking about the ones that never came home alive I'm also talking about the ones that they came back but they never came home And I have friends in high school that went over there. Some of them never came home, and others that came home weren't home. It wasn't the same anymore. They weren't who I knew. But like I said, I was I'm trying not to make this one a long one. I can honestly go about this whole 9-11 conspiracy for a while and explain my viewpoints. Which you could look up yourself. Like I said, don't take my word for it. Do your research. If you see the discrepancies that I do, then I'm not alone. And I know I'm not alone, but like I said, I'm here to make sure that you feel that you're not alone. But look for them. Look for the discrepancies. See if you see the discrepancies. See if you see the missing pieces. Look deeper into it. And don't use Google. As a matter of fact, the best thing to use is some of the original footage from 9-11. When it happened and what happened. Well, that's all I got for you today. As always, stay safe, keep your family safe, pray, and God bless America.